Hello, and welcome back to When Hustle Meets Flow, the podcast. This is Christy Dole, your host, and today's episode is number three, and it's all about manifesting. So manifesting is essentially creating what you want out of thin air, or at least that's what I used to think it was. There's a lot more to it, and I'm most likely going to have a lot of different episodes on the different facets, the different aspects that go into manifesting. So today's episode, I wanted to take the time to share with you my experience with consciously manifesting things. I also wanted to share with you how we are manifesting right now without even knowing it and how we can sort of become aware of it and start to tap into manifesting what we want in our life. So the first time I had ever heard of this concept of manifesting was when I read that book, The Law of Attraction. And I, I say this, you know, hashtag guilty. I am one of those people that read that book and really thought that all I had to do was think about what I wanted and I didn't need to put any action behind it. And of course, you know, I realized that that was absolutely not the case. But one of the things that really was an aha moment for me was when I, I I heard this on multiple podcasts and YouTubes and I read it in multiple books, but it was the awareness that everything in my life that I have right now, I've manifested the good and the bad. Now I do want to put a very heartfelt disclaimer in right here. If you are someone who has had tragedy, trauma, abuse, you know, just horrible, horrible things that have happened to you under no circumstances. Am I saying that you brought that on yourself? So please know that I am not talking about these horrible, horrible things that happen to people. Um, that is another podcast for another time. I certainly don't have all the answers. I do have a belief system around, you know, why bad things happen to good people but that is not for today's podcast. So, you know, taking away the examples of just horrible traumas and violence and just horrible, you know, death and things like that. I'm not talking about that stuff. I'm really just talking about your life in general, where you live, the job you have, the relationship you're in, the amount of money you have, the the happiness that you have, the joy that you have, the habits in your life that are not serving you, all those different things just the day-to-day, that is something that you have manifested in your life. So the first time I heard this, I cringed and I actually was pissed. I sat there and said, you know, how dare you say I manifested, you know, being in $12,000 credit card debt? Or how dare you say that I manifested having this job and this manager that I can't stand I really took offense to it. And so it took a while to kind of step back, step back, have that real 10,000 foot view of what that concept was before I fully understood it. So here's what I want to share with you. First and foremost, I want to share with you just a couple stories of times where I truly consciously manifested things in my life. And I'll talk about three I have a lot, but I'll talk about three of the big ones. The first one is my husband. I absolutely manifested this man. So when I was a li- when I was younger, I don't know how or why, but I always had this dream in my mind that my husband would be tall. He would have light hair, 
blue eyes, and really nice hands. <laughs> Just saying that is embarrassing, but I'm a hand person, apparently, and um, yeah, I don't know. That's just something, I mean, I can remember like being 10 years old and just picturing what my husband would look like. And that's what he looked like. He was tall. He had blonde hair, blue eyes, and nice hands. Now, fast forward, I'm in college and I have, you know, I was in a relationship. Um, my, the first first guy I ever truly loved with all my heart. Um, and, you know, we broke up. We dated for about three or three and a half years and we ended up breaking up. And um, I really had this feeling inside of myself that, you know, I'm not somebody that's just going to go out there and date anybody. I'm going to really honor myself and be true to myself. And I'm not going to settle. Of course, I, you know, I'm like a 22, 23 year old, good looking girl. Of course, I had my fun. I did my thing. But I never allowed myself to get wrapped up in meeting a guy and thinking, oh my God, is this him? Is this him? Just because I knew better. I just knew better. Um, and so I had another relationship that was pretty, um, it was probably the the one relationship where there was like the most fighting. Um, and what's the opposite of fighting? Um, you know, lovemaking. And so that relationship was either fighting or lovemaking, fighting or lovemaking. It was pretty it was pretty hot, if you will, in terms of passion. Um, but again, I knew in my mind that it wasn't the one. And I always had this visual that I had had since I was a little girl that my husband was tall, blonde, blue eyes, and nice hands. And so after I broke up with that other relationship, I really told myself, Christy, you need to you need to be single. You need to be okay being alone. You need to become the person that you need to be in order to meet the man that deserves that woman, right? So I consciously worked on myself. I consciously spent nights alone on purpose when I hated it. I really didn't like spending weekends alone. I mean, who wants to be alone when they're 24, 25? You want to be out having fun, but I would purposely feel that pain, feel that discomfort because I knew on the other side of it was my happiness with, with, a, with a man. So I was really conscious about making myself whole and being the type of woman that would deserve the type of man that I wanted. So in this manifestation process, I really focused on just becoming who I needed to become in order to attract the kind of guy that I wanted. And when I met my husband, I definitely had that thought in my mind, like, oh my gosh, could this be him? But because of the training I had made my mind go through, I, I told myself, Christy, don't go down that road. You know, we, who knows? But at the same time, my husband is blonde hair, blue eyes, and he has beautiful hands. I love my husband's hands. Um, and so it was just amazing when my husband and I were doing long distance and then, you know, we fell in love and it all signs were pointing that this was going to be my husband. It was like, I knew it was him even before I met him. So that's an example of manifesting on a really kind of deep subconscious level. I mean, that process started when I was a young girl 
And I, I didn't think of a tall guy with blonde hair, blue eyes, and nice hands. It's just what came to me. And one of the lessons I want to teach you about manifesting is whatever pops into your mind, whatever is downloaded into your thoughts, just out of thin air, those thoughts are there because they want you to realize them. Those thoughts are there because they actually want to be manifested into your reality. So whenever you have ideas about a friendship or a relationship or an exercise class that you can do or a business idea or a poem or anything, like literally anything, those thoughts are coming through you because they want to be realized in the physical world. So that's the first little lesson about manifesting. The second, um, the second example of manifesting I want to tell you about is my house. So this past, okay, it is January, 2020. In February of 2019, we closed on our house and moved in. Now I am 38 years old and this is the first house my husband and I have ever owned together. Some of you might be able to sympathize with that struggle. Others of you have probably been owning a house since you were in your 20s. Either way, it's all good. But for the 13 years that my husband and I were together, we worked hard. We saved our money. You know, We had been through ups and downs with my career and his and different things that come up. And um, it just took us 13 years to buy a house, but it is what it is. But here's what I can tell you specifically about how I manifested the house. So if you live in New England or even Massachusetts, the housing market here is crazy. Um, you know, there's houses for six or even seven hundred thousand dollars that are complete renovations, like complete redos. Like, I mean, some of these houses you walk in and there's wallpaper from like the 1940s, there's linoleum on the floor, there's holes in the wall, and you know, they're selling for like six or seven hundred thousand dollars. It's it's pretty insane. So in my mind, I wanted a house that was ready to be moved into. I wanted a house that had a kitchen that had a window that would look out into the backyard. This was big for me. The house that we lived in before we moved, there was no there was a very tiny backyard. I mean, it was honestly like the size, I don't know, I can't I'm not really great at dimensions, but it was a really small side yard in kind of like a city-ish town. Um, and I, there's, there was no window that I could see my kids playing in the yard except through my bedroom window. So the kitchen, the kitchen, the living room, the dining room, I couldn't see my kids and my kids are young. And so that always used to scare me. So when we weren't even close to buying a house, I mean, when we were in debt, when I was broke, like all these things, I would still have this idea of this house and it had, it was move in ready. It was in our price range, like it wasn't going to break our bank. We could afford it. And it had a kitchen with a window that looked out to our backyard. And part of how I manifested this was I focused on myself in the kitchen, cooking for my family, looking out the window and seeing my kids play. I used to visualize this all the time for probably a good five years since my daughter was born. My oldest daughter was born. 
I would literally visualize this. I would go to bed at night. I would close my eyes and I would see myself in my kitchen looking out the window with my daughters playing in the backyard. I would feel the feelings of when that life would come to me. I also used to visualize having the kind of a life that would allow me to be home to, you know, to my kids coming home from school, being there to make their lunches, being there to help them with their homework, a life where my husband would come home and dinner would be ready. I I really vision, like I honestly saw that picture in my mind's eye and I would feel the feelings that would come with it. So I would ask myself, how will I feel when I'm in a house like this? And I would feel proud. I would feel grateful. I would feel so happy for my family. I would feel warm. I would feel cozy. I would feel included in a community. Um, I would feel, like I said, proud of myself. Um, And I would just feel like I was giving my kids the kind of a life that I really wanted to give them. And so I would focus on those feelings for years, for five years, I would focus on those feelings. I never put a timeline on when we needed to buy this house. I just knew in my heart that this house was coming to us. This house was coming to us. This house was coming to us. And my husband and I, for a good two years, we would look on the market and we would, you know, Zillow, we would pull the Zillow app up and we would look at houses all over the Boston area, north, south, east, well, not east because that's the ocean, but north, south, west. We would look at all these houses and we never could find a house that hit those, um, those parameters, right? Either it was too expensive or it was too far away, or it wasn't close to the ocean. That was another thing is I wanted to be close to the ocean. And I would, again, visualize myself driving my kids to the beach in the summer. I would visualize that it only took us 10 minutes or less to get there. I mean, I really would focus on the picture and then the feelings that it would bring, which is basically how you manifest things. There's a lot more to it, but that is kind of at its core. And so when we would look on Zillow and we didn't find anything, the truth is, is we weren't ready to buy a house, but we would get discouraged. Like maybe this house isn't out there, but I knew better. I knew better. And I would tell my husband, you know what? The house that we're going to buy is not even for sale yet. It's not ready for us because we're not ready for it. And I would tell my husband, when we're ready for it, it will be ready for us. And you guys, I'm getting goosebumps telling the story. The In 2019, my husband and I spent the first, I'd say, seven or eight months really getting things straight with our credit, paying down our debts, just getting everything straight. And it was about September, October And we met with a realtor, we talked with the mortgage guy, and they said, you know what, you you qualify and and you you can actually start looking. And so we were like, okay, and guess how many houses we looked at? We looked at three houses. We looked at three houses. And if you are in the Boston area, you know that buying a house and only looking at three houses is a freaking miracle. Like most people spend months and they look at dozens and dozens and dozens of houses, houses in the Boston area. When you put an, um, when you put a uh, offer on it, uh, there's like, people are like outbidding, out offering. It's crazy. But for us, we 
saw one house, didn't love it. We saw a second house, put an offer on it, and we were second in line for that house. As we were waiting to kind of see what happened with that house that we had put that first house that we had put an offer on, I saw on Zillow this house. I had the town that I moved to, I had never even heard of, didn't even know it existed, but I looked on the map. It was 10 minutes away from the ocean. I looked at the schools. They looked, they looked good. I went inside of Facebook groups and kind of asked around about the community. Everybody raved about this town. It was like a hidden gem. And so I came and I drove here. And when I drove here, the way that my GPS took me, took me through the most scenic, most beautiful part of Massachusetts I didn't even know existed. I was driving through fields and over a river and it was just so beautiful. And then I come into this house, I walk into the kitchen and there's this big, beautiful backyard and guys, guess what was right over the sink? You guessed it. A window looking right out into the backyard. I looked at this house and I just knew this is it. I went home. I called my husband. He came and looked at the house. He definitely saw potential. You know, he wasn't as excited as I was because I just knew in my heart that this was the house. Well, as it goes in the Boston area, there were multiple offers, multiple offers, and we were chosen. And I couldn't believe it. And when I moved in and everything was put away and I had the flow of my house and I'm making my coffee and making food for my family, I would look out that window. I would see my kids playing and I would just say, thank you. The gratitude that I felt was like nothing I could describe. Every single feeling that I knew I would feel in my new house, I felt, and and then some. It's such an incredible feeling when you actually manifest the thing that you want. You feel so powerful. So that's my second example of manifesting. And then last but not least, I want to share with you the story of how I earned a free car with my current company. So I work for a skincare, an online skincare business. And when, um, and you can earn at the time it was a Lexus, you could earn a free Lexus. And I thought to myself, man, this is, you know, sounds good, but definitely not going to, definitely not going to happen for me. Um, so I joined the company a year into it. I started working with a life coach. I really got my mindset and my, and my belief in order and I started to believe a little bit more about what was possible for me. So like the more you earn and the more accolades and the more uh, recognition you get, of course, your belief, they call it a belief bubble. Your belief just grows and grows. And so it was about the, it was about two and a half years into my business that I looked at my husband and I said, you know what? I think I want to go for the car. And he kind of laughed and looked at me like I was crazy because just to put it into perspective for you, in order for me to achieve this car, I needed to almost double the production that my team was doing, not just for one month or two months, but three months. And then if I wanted to have the car paid for, you know, indefinitely, I would need to maintain that from that day forward. So 
this was going to take a miracle. I mean, this was truly, this wasn't just, you know, having a little rah-rah meeting with the team. This was really bringing in energetically and vibrationally and really leveling up. And so that is what I did. You guys, I had this idea to do it. I shared my dreams. I shared my intentions with the leaders on my team. I shared it with the people I love and trust. I focused on everything I could do. And I really focused on every single person on my team having their best month ever, because if they had their best month ever, I would have my best month ever. And I would have a fighting chance at earning that car. And, you know, I did that. I focused on other people succeeding. I kept my vision in my mind. I released attachment to it happening because the truth is if I went for the car and I missed it, I still would have had my best month ever. Other people on the team would have had their best month ever. So I really wasn't attached to the outcome, but I had that vision in my mind. And uh, you know, it was July of 2016 that I looked at my husband and said, I think I want to do this. In August of 2016, my team more than doubled their volume. They did it again the next month and the next month, and they've done it every month since. So because I had the audacity to have a big vision, and because I decided to step into the energy of helping others, seeing how this can serve others, and I released my grip, my my grip on the attachment of having this car, because of all those things, it happened. And in that moment, I realized how powerful I am. And if I'm powerful, you're powerful. There's nothing special about me except that I've just done this and I've done it enough to know that it actually works. And so those are my stories of manifesting. I manifest parking spots, you guys. <laughs> I manifest you know, um, a cup of coffee. I mean, there's all kinds of things. Once you kind of understand the mechanics of manifesting... It, you can actually manifest um, a lot of things. Um, and I always recommend with going small before going big, just so that you can grow that belief and confidence within yourself. So we are at 22 minutes. I don't want to take up any more time, but I will tell you if you're interested in trying to manifest things, the first thing I want you to understand is that everything you have in your life right now is because of your thoughts and the frequency that you're on. It's the vibration that you're on. So if there's something different that you want in your life, here's what I want you to start doing. I want you to start thinking about the thing that you want and start getting really specific, really specific. So if you want to make more money, how much money, right? Don't just say, I want to make more money or I want to be better at my job. Like, what does that mean? So be real specific. This is just like uh, making goals. You, you want to be specific when you make goals. Then... You want to imagine that you've already achieved that thing. You want to imagine that you've already brought that thing into your life. And then you want to ask yourself, when I have that thing, what will feel different? Who will I feel like? Who will I be? How will I be different? These are really important parts of manifesting. Then once you've identified those feelings, now you want to feel those feelings now. This is called energizing the intention. So you're actually bringing energy to the, to the intention and the vision that you have 
for the thing that you're bringing into your life. This is a little bit harder than, than saying, cause like if you are broke and you, or, or maybe you're in a lot of debt and you're trying to manifest becoming debt free, it, I get it. It's really hard to feel financially free when in reality you feel tied down by your debt. I totally get that, but you can do hard things. You've done them before. So what you need to do is just will yourself to feel those feelings. You have to force yourself to feel those feelings. You might feel silly at first. You might feel like you're, you're, you know, pretending or faking it either way. What, whatever the conversation is you need to have in your mind to get your ego to step aside and to allow your higher self to, you know, create this abundance and this manifestation in your life, just do it. So you really want to feel those feelings as much as you can. And that's kind of where I'm going to stop the podcast today because there's really so much more, but I want to just stop there because I think if you can identify what you want identify the feelings it will bring, and then start to feel those feelings, I believe that you will start to see some traction in those things coming into your life. So what are the inner and outer takeaways from my lesson, from my podcast today? Well, the inner takeaway is that you have the power to create anything you want in your life. The faster you know this, the faster you believe it, the faster you have buy-in, the better off you will be. Okay. The outer takeaway, how is this going to relate to your relationships and your goals? Guys, it, you can create any kind of relationship you want. You can manifest any physical goal in your life that you want. You have to, you have to first believe that you have that power and then you want to take the steps to do that. So I hope this was helpful. I'm really happy you guys tuned in today. As always, if you enjoyed this episode, please leave a five-star review please share this on your social tag me. You can find me on Facebook. Um, when hustle meets flow, you can find me on Instagram at when hustle meets flow with little underscores in between each word. I'm on Pinterest, Christy Dole coaching. I'm on LinkedIn. Um, find me on social tag me, take a screenshot, throw it on your stories. I would massively appreciate it. And I will see you next week.